Yo, it's Smiley on Trippy Smiley, who, what, when, where, and how. And today we have a special, special guest on my podcast. He is a very strong, independent, black, African-American man who has worked hard to get where he is and to create such a beautiful creation as myself. Welcoming my father. Hello, world. So... How'd you feel having a daughter like me? Oh, blessed. Always wanted a child. Didn't know it was gonna be one special. That's good. That's good. So I guess we're gonna start from since this is gonna be a little long segment from months, months later on. We're gonna start from the beginning. The creation of this human here. So was it planned to have a child at this time? Ty, I didn't even think I was going to be able to produce a child. Why not? It came when I was 27. How old are you? 48. Oh. While all my other friends already had children at a young age. So I knew you was coming from a dream that I had, but I just didn't know when you was coming. Then me and your mama met, and there was Misha. We were raising her like she was my own. She couldn't stand me at first. Mm. Then she was pregnant with you. Then there was questions. Is this mine, or is it the other guy? Mm. But somewhere down the line, we found out that you was nine, 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 and one percent show. Mines. Somewhere down the line? How many years down the line? Sixteen, seventeen years? Uh, I think it was in middle school. So I probably was thirteen, maybe. Fourteen, maybe twelve. Something like that. So, were you... I don't think anyone's ever actually prepared, but do you? did you have any slightly idea of how you were going to be, like, a father? Ty, at the time that you were conceived, I was all fucked up. Oof. I was out there on drugs. Cocaine. Not crack. Powder cocaine. <laughs> Let's make that shit that clear. Mentally disturbed. Didn't know if I was going to be able to be a father or to do what was right by you at all. So there was strong doubt. But it was a hard fight. But to do what's right by my child that didn't even ask to be into this world, had to figure it out some way, somehow. Hmm. So do you feel like you've done, you did your best at that time? Pretty much. Because a couple of times it was just me and you against the world. So, listen, when I was born, were you and my mom still together? I mean, it's nine months later. <laughs> no. 
then your mom separated. She was going with this other guy. But it was hard. And I went and got my little house. They used to come over when I wasn't working as a baby. And things I couldn't do, I went to Northwest where my family was at. All of my aunties and my mama. So they had my bike too. So you had a support system? Well, I got a support system, girl. We'd have been shitted. <laughs> so you're saying it's good to have a support system and not try to do it on your own? You're going to always need a support system. Trying to do stuff on our own all the time is not going to always be right. Even when we don't think that we need a support system, we need a support system mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. But without it, we lost. And we almost lost. A couple of times. So, okay, so the process of me being born, you know, you said, I know I was born with three holes in my heart. How did you take that? I've crossed, as I quoted in the beginning, because that I was using narcotics, I kind of put that on me. And knowing that you had three holes in your heart, I felt like I've lived long enough. You needed a chance to live. So I was willing to take my own life just in case you needed a heart so you can have mine. Hmm. But in the attempts, the attempts didn't go to succeed because I'm still here. Clearly. <laughs> but with a brand new razor blade and cutting from every direction and every form, I couldn't succeed. So there was a reason I couldn't succeed. I didn't see it then, but I see it to be there for my children. Because my father wasn't there for me. Okay. Being that you didn't have a father, how does it feel to... Because, you know, you can't be something that you never learned. So you have to learn as you went, right? As you go. You, if you're willing to learn, we're not going to get everything, everything right. There's going to be trials and tribulations. It's on us how we deal with it. And there's going to be a lot of times that us as parents just want to give up. Because y'all be aggravating their children. They're always going to think that y'all right. And when we see that we can't do everything that we can to support or be there for our children, we feel like failures too. So we're going to try and try and try, and we're not always going to get it right. There's going to be ups and downs, and we're not going to always see eye to eye on everything. At all. 
It's a lot of things that you gonna do that I ain't gonna be proud of. And it's a lot of things that I done did that you ain't gonna be proud of. That's a part of life. What we do with it, that's on us. Either we can choose to make it better or we can choose to make it worse. I chose to try to make it better. I like to say I did my best coming from where I came from. Yeah, I like to think so. I like to say so. Mm, if you say so. I mean, you get on my nerves, but yeah. <laughs> you know, that worked two ways, right? Nah, I wouldn't get on anybody's nerves. Bullshit. <laughs> 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 That's what my boyfriend say all the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So I'm not trying to go too fast into the years because it's a lot of segments. Okay. Um, since you and my mom wasn't together, were you like, I know you were talking to other people and dating other people, but were you like, as you were dating them, was it hard for you to be like, well, I mean, I do have a kid or was you one of them people that didn't tell them unless they asked? No, child. In that situation though, Knowing that I would rather have a certain type of person in your life. There wasn't too many people that I was dealing with at then. I messed with a couple of them. But it was one, I canceled her real quickly. I'm gonna make you forget your child, Shawty. I'm gonna forget you. And I'm gone. Huh. And I messed with a couple of them that was on the same path that I was on, and two people on the same path that's not trying to better themselves want to snort powder and party all the time and all that type shit. It's not going to work. So I didn't want that type of person around me. So then I met my wife, Angela, and I was working in construction out of town during the week. But during the week, while you was one and a half, two years old, I get a call from my wife with my child. It wasn't her at that time. Hold up, shorty. Why you got her? Because I wanted her. I wanted to spend time with her. So y'all two were real close. So I said, and she had a job and she was smart. <laughs> that one. Meet that right there. Let me get him. <laughs> and this would have been wrong of me was to take you away from her and take her away from you at that time. Because even though I wasn't there at that time, these two people that's in my life, they need each other while I'm gone, they can support each other mentally while I'm not there. Y'all bud became strong. So why destroy that and put something in your life that you probably wouldn't get along with? Mm. Well, I probably would have had to fight some of them people. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> How did your family feel when you came and was like, hey guys, I have a baby on the way by my mom? 
Like, what was their opinion on the baby, on my mom, the situation? My mom always had your back. Even when you wasn't even in this world. My mama always had your back. Mike, that's your child. Mama, I don't know. I'm not for sure. Mike, that's your child. Even when you were born. Mike, that little fucker yours. She had no doubt. And most of the time when she said something, she knew what the hell she was talking about. So when you was born, I went straight to child support on my own self. And let them start taking the money out before your mother even went there to do what's right by mine. It was hard to go take my damn mom. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, there was doubt. There was a lot of doubt. Because at that time, your mom was seeing me and another guy while she was pregnant. So there was gonna be doubt. <laughs> a whole lot of doubt. <laughs> but even your mama, in so many ways, she kind of knew too. It's not his. This baby is yours. Did I want to believe her at that time? No. Was it because you wasn't ready or you just didn't want to have my word? <laughs> was it because I wasn't ready and it wasn't that I didn't want to have one with her? You're sleeping with two guys. Mm. So, there's doubt. Is it mine or is it his? So it wasn't that you, it wasn't none of those. You was just like, I just want to know for sure. Like, I'll be there, but I just want to know for sure. Positive. Okay. But even though I didn't know, to 13, 14 years, completely later after we got the test, I was still up. Even before went, the test? Even before the test. Too ahead of myself. All right, so we you had your own spot at first, so it was back and forth between you and my mom, or back and forth between you and my other babysitters. It wasn't a back and forth. I had my own little spot. We went to when you were having your open heart surgery. We went together, me, her, and your grandma Jean. All of us in the same spot. Then I left that spot and got closer to my mama then because you was getting older. And I moved down the road from my mama then. So if I did go somewhere, I always had somebody to look out for you. Mm. At least five different women. My mama. My Auntie Maybelline, my cousin Lanyan, my Auntie Julia, and your Auntie Brenda. Five people to have my bike. And your Uncle Mickey. Hmm. And they knew I wasn't damn right. They knew I wasn't right at all. But bring that baby here. We got her. Here you go. What did you envision for your child's future? Like, 
Because, you know, most parents, you know, they have their kids and they're like, man, I'm this way. Their mom's this way. Their family's this way. What is this going to be? Well, Ty, from what I know, because my mama envisioned a lot for me, but we're not going to always do what they want. And there's going to be disappointment in the direction that we take. Because she had high hopes for me. And he's going to do something until I got to start getting charges and stuff like that. And I had dreams that you were going to finish school and go to college and all that type of stuff. And you were gonna figure this world a lot quicker than I did, but you had different plans too. Can't fault you for your plans. It's we all think we know so much. But my child's gonna do this and my child's gonna do that, then we got this big ass hope and dreams and it don't go that way. So when it don't go that way, yeah, you just sit back and see how this thing play out. I'm not no angel. I damn sure ain't perfect. So, how can I stir the way that you supposed to be in everybody else's eyes when you have a vision of what you want for yourself. Do I push my vision on you? No. I sit back and watch your vision for yourself. You gonna have trials and tribulations, ups and downs, in and out, good days and bad days. Yeah. While growing up, the 20s, there ain't no damn body right in their 20s. <laughs> we all fucked up in the 20s. Around them 30s, we get to see shit a little bit different. And around them 40s, it'd be like, man, whatever, whatever. So, if you don't enjoy life and be miserable all your life, no, you're never going to succeed and find true happiness. And damn what everybody else say, because everybody don't know shit. It's about what you want in life. Not else. All right, so I have came like because you know I did go to one college class. <laughs> I'm gonna be in that class, by the way. So I was learning a lot in just that short amount of time. And do you think that kids get peer pressure when they're young by the simplest things? Because my feelings are that once 
kids hear, oh, my kids are going to be president one day. They're going to be a doctor one day. They hear that and they think to themselves, oh, if I don't live up to these expectations, I'm going to be a failure. So automatically, that's unintentional peer pressure to a kid. So they've set these goals based off what they hear. And then if they don't live up to the goals, then they feel like they're a failure. And then depression comes in. Do you feel like that plays a part in kids' depression and mental health? Kids today, depression and mental health. Yes, a lot of parents going to want their kids to go to college and try to do better than them. But if it don't go like the parent wanted, the kids shouldn't be disappointed or upset because they didn't succeed the wishes and the hopes that the parents wanted for them. Because that was the parents' hope and want. You trying to live your life through your kid with something that you couldn't even do? How the hell did that work? So you want your kid to do some shit that you couldn't even succeed in? But this kid got so much hope and want to pressure themselves to do what you want them to do that you couldn't do. How the hell that work? Peer pressure, peer pressure can come out from out there in the world. Yes, that's a lot of pressure on a child. child I'm going to try to do this because this is what my parents want me to do. Either one of them man, they go to college. Nigga, I went to jail. I didn't even get to finish high school. My last year in high school, my last couple of months just before graduation, I got locked up with possession with a tenth of the scribble. I spent the next year locked the fuck down. I watched my kid, my graduation through a prison, through a jail bar. I was locked up down the road from the damn school. Why they were having prom? Oh yeah, it is right down the road. They get through the... Damn. Seeing the cars ride by to the school. Shit happens. Beginning of a downfall. So, how do I play with this downfall? Downfall had me pretty screwed up. And almost defeated me. In and out of mental institution. Had me all screwed up. Okay, okay. Well, at least we're in a better place now. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but when shit get terrible or hard, I remember where I come from. What it could be. What it could have been. I could have been dead. I could have been gone. Overdose. A long time ago. I'm still here. Watching y'all grow. Again, not gonna agree with everything, but I will agree with some. 
here. And things that if I would have kept going the way that I was going, I wouldn't get to see. But I'm here. And one day, eventually, somewhere down the line, I will get to see. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm here. Well, I mean, I feel as though, because you know, we got like five more minutes to my 30 minute mark. So I'm going to reflect back over a lot of this. I mean, I think you did a great job. I mean, growing up, I always told people, yeah, my dad's my best friend. So I've always told people that there are times where sometimes I feel like now I'll be like, man, I don't know, man. He don't even count to three no more when we hang up the phone. Hmm? <laughs> I mean, hey, I be telling people that. They be like, girl, what? I be, he don't count to three when we hang up. I don't know if that's my real father or not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's the band? One, two, three. The one, two, three band. One, two, three. <laughs> Listen, I'll be telling people, I don't know now. I don't know. It just stopped one day and it never happened again. So, <laughs> I don't know if that's the real hell. I think it's a clone at this point. <laughs> uh, I think you stopped that. I think it's a clone at this point. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Well, she didn't say it. I guess she done got a little too big for us. So I, <laughs> like, you know, I think the first time it happened and you didn't say it, I was like. Mm. <laughs> well, that nigga still on the phone. Right? <laughs> 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 I think I probably was in my head like, maybe I should call him back. Maybe he, maybe he forgot. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, what my one, two, three at? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I don't think that's my father. <laughs> But um, I think, um, of course, you know, we have more segments after this. But I, I don't know, man. I mean, it might not be where I will, where my parents wanted me to be. But I think my mindset and the way I look at life is a lot bigger than anything anybody could possibly see or imagine. And with that, though. Like I said, can't nobody really predict your path or which route that you want to go. If we sit there and try to force you to go down a path that we want, where's your happiness? That's the thing. It's not always about the parents' happiness. Because, hey, they done done some disappointing damn things, too. This. If I try to push you to go through a fear that you're not even into and you're not happy with it, that's not right. You got to find a feel that you're happy with. Well, ain't nobody going to be doing it but you. Hey, man, they ain't even happy with the direction they chose for me, man. It bugs you. And that's where depression and all that mental stuff come from. And then you stay in it so long, you be like, man, I've I been here this long. If I stop, now. 
be like, it's a waste of time. But then you'd be like, is it really a waste of time if I actually become happy after I cut it off? Yes. Like I said, my mama being a single parent, she had dreams. You know, I was the oldest child. She didn't think I was out there selling drugs. She knew I was going to school, and she knew I was working. But she didn't know I was banging. And she used to brag to her people, oh, my son go to school and work. He ain't out there in the streets. And you out there in these streets. Right out there in the <laughs> And when I got arrested, it felt like I let a lot of folks down. Even my high school sweetheart family. My first visitation at jail, when my visitation came, I had a whole damn visitation room full of her folks and my folks. All asking me the same question. When did you find time to sell drugs? Man, they can do what it do. But that make you feel like you got know, all these people out on that down. You got know, all these people that had different types of dreams and stuff like that for me. But another part of the downfall I was telling you about. It hurts when folks got so much hope for you that you feel like you let them down. So your mental state is all messed up. But it's going to be a hard battle. Either you fall or you come back. I almost chose to fall. But then, certain people in my life changed that. People saw something in me that I didn't see. I used to ask your mama, your stepmama all the time, why the hell did you stay with me? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was no good for no damn body. Not even my damn self. You would definitely know what the hell was going on. My daddy. Yeah, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and the other two. I when I made the decision to go to the rehab myself and get checked out. When you got a a damn three weeks old in a one or two year old little fucker look at you like something wrong with this nigga. <laughs> Cause I was high as hell one day. I went to reach for, for Jay. He was in my mom. The nigga looked at me like, what's wrong with your eyeball? <laughs> and Zayla, she was like, oh, no, no, no. Baby, it's time for me to go to rehab. Well, like I said, this was a very good first start out for us. It's a road to healing, because that's what this is. It's a lot of healing, getting out some laughs, some emotions. I'm glad that you were able to participate. Honestly, full-blown honesty from my part, from your part, and more to come. I love you, Dad. Thank you for being part of Trippy Smiley Who. Until next time. Until next time.